Hola. ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo estás? estás? <laughs> you owe me a soda. <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh, it looks like I gotta probably gotta move your face a little bit because I have your oh man. Your uh I've I've got it your your name is showing up on the screen. Now we're fine. I mean, yeah, it should, because who are you again, and why are we here? I'm Pastor Brian, and this is After Service with me and Joe, and we talk about spiritual things like people, I think, do or should do after the service. You know, hey, what about that sermon, or what about the Bucks, or I don't know, there's some sports team, or the Warriors, and yeah. Is there something happening with the Milwaukee Bucks? No, I'm just, I, I was thinking, like, the Buccaneers. The football oh. team when I said that, but yeah, I was just throwing stuff out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, last week it was the Pelicans. I'm like, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> how That's about, all right. How That's about Moon Knight? Right. Did you catch up on Moon Knight? I have not. I'm going to start doing that tonight. All right. I mean, it's not like it's it's important stuff. However, it's a, a you know Vanessa, who folks probably who are regular listeners know is a, is a counselor. And she's and she's been impressed oh, yeah. with its representation of disassociative identity disorder (DID), which is sometimes people refer to multiple personality disorder, mm -hmm. but it's disassociative identity. Anyway, it's it's easier to say DID, which, <laughs> but um, but no, it's been really impressive. There's a couple episodes that are really just so well presented that. At the end of it, it doesn't have to have a Marvel superhero in it. It's just right. somebody trying to reintegrate these personalities. Maybe pretty extraordinary. Have you heard about how people have, have looked at the Avengers response in Endgame through the lens of the different stages of grief? I have not. I have not. Yeah. There, there's, there's a thing out there with that. That one of them's acceptance, one the one's anger, one's denial, all of those things. It's like, oh, and once you they they walk through it, you go, I don't know if it was intentional, but it it at least sort of fits as just ways of dealing with the grief of of them failing. So it's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, and that's uh, I mean, trauma on a global scale. You know, right? Hard to imagine that. Of course, we're talking comic books. However. I will say that the, these movies like that are a unique opportunity if you elect to to leverage it in such a way to process some of your own stuff. Right. You know, there's a great movie. I think it's great from early 2000s called Big Fish. Um, mm -hmm. That is, um, I remember watching that movie and and kind of pre-processing the loss of my dad. Because I saw really? that movie and just going, oh gosh, this makes me think of my dad. So I need to rewatch it then. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think I think Marvel, I think they're at a point where where they recognize that that issue that we just you just said, and I think at times they purposely consider that stuff. Um, you know, Wanda dealing with her grief and. Mm in deep, deep denial and bargaining and all of that. So I, I just, it's interesting. It's interesting how they, how they, how superhero movies can in fact be more than just a stupid action flick. That's right. Yeah. I think there was maybe two or three action sequences in the whole six, 
part series of Moon Knight. Really? And I, I only saw the first episode, which had at least one. Yeah. There's a couple episodes where they don't really have any action, but those are the, like, episode five. Whew. Super riveting from my perspective. Anyway, we are five minutes in, and we still talk okay. about comic books. So, and happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> oh, yes. And um, post May the Force be with you. That's right. That's right. We are going to talk about the Sermon from Sunday, where we talked about how um, how Jesus heals. You know, Isaiah 53, 5 says that by our by his stripes, we are healed. What does that mean? Um, two Sundays back, we talked about, you know, that about he removes our grief and our guilt. I mean, not our grief and our guilt, our guilt and our shame. Yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of times we feel guilty. We feel bad about ourselves. He removes that. And then this one, just the affliction and the and. And I, I wanted to take this carefully because it's a really easily misunderstood. I could be easily misunderstood on this. And so it'd be interesting to hear from your perspective how well I did on, on navigating some of the, the careful things. Um, I, I said on one hand, all sin is that sin is always the cause of all disease and all hurts. Um, on the other hand, you can't pinpoint Usually you cannot pinpoint that to a particular person, a particular circumstance or sin. The world's just broken. It's messed up. And yeah. that, that's the main cause. Why is there cancer because of that? Why are, why do people have car accidents? Why, why is, you know, now sometimes you can specifically target on a particular sin or a particular person, but those are rare. Usually it's, it's just, it is. So, you know, I, I, I worry about that when people say, well, you know, well, you're, if you have cancer and you're not being healed, what's the sin in your life? Now I've right. never heard that, but I know people get told that stuff. So that was part of what I, I talked about. And then, then we taught the other piece just to give you finish the summary. Um, well, actually okay, three, four, three to four causes. One, the world is broken Two, personal sin, which could be broken down either to your personal sin. Sometimes it is, or somebody else's. Sometimes we're affected by other people's sin. And then the other one is sometimes there is rarely, but it does happen a spiritual cause. Um, and then the other thing I said is when the Bible talks about a sickness, depending on the context, it can be either um, literal, meaning sick, like cancer or leprosy, or it can mean it's be in kind of a figurative sense in that it's a it's a category it, it it's a placeholder for all the eff, uh, effects of sin or sometimes but it is always illustrative of that the world is not right so you know the the thing that i remember from sunday and the thing that you know is kind of prompting me now and i hope this doesn't sound too harsh but it speaks to me as well is that um to attribute sin to the actions of a of that individual is lazy and convenient because it doesn't require anything beyond very basic simple thought isn't it much mm. easier to say well you must have done something wrong um yeah. than to say i wonder what the nuance is behind this um, 
And, and I'll tell you that I spend a lot of time in nuance and it's not a fun place to be because it's much easier to say, nope. Much that, more convenient. Black and yeah. white is much easier to process than, and yeah. I, I had, you and I talked about this um, on Sunday, but I, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to share a little bit. Sure. Um, last, I don't know what you're going, where you're going, but that's all right. Well, last, I trust you. Last Wednesday at um, one of oh, our yeah. lacrosse practices, when I wasn't at, um, a, a young man got really frustrated and then punched another kid at practice, something that hasn't happened in 20 years in our program. And I was tasked with trying to understand what happened. I wasn't there. I had to talk to people. And, you know, it's really easy to demonize somebody. Mm-hmm. To just go, well, what was wrong with that guy, you know? Um, and then as you start to kind of pull things out and you get these little hints, it gets really tough, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it sounds like this kid may have been bad-mouthing the other kid all practice. It doesn't justify it, but it kind of helps you understand. Or, um, gosh, I, I found out yesterday that this kid's mom had died just a couple of years ago, the kid who threw the punch. And how is he dealing with that grief? You know, when you start to get to know a person and start to engage with them, it's much more difficult to damn them in a black and white way and to attribute a specific sin to them. And um, And here's what you're saying is, even if you could, like in this case, he hit him. I mean, in one, one level, it is clear in black and white, but here's the problem is, but what caused that? Mm-hmm. And you're saying it's, well, but his mom died, or maybe he had a fight with his best friend. I mean, there may be so many other factors mm-hmm. that at first glance you could easily overlook. Yeah. And so you really can't, you can't just simply characterize it by, Oh, that's it. And move on. And, and, People don't want, they don't want a nuanced, you know, as, as I'm, for example, I'm, as I'm communicating to parents and trying to explain why a, a certain decision was made about it, they don't want nuance. They're like, my kid got hurt, what are you going to do about it? You know, yeah. I don't want to understand it. And I think in, that's one of the challenges we have in our world as it relates to sin is we really just want to be able to, what's the simple equation that allows me to be mad at this person? Yeah. Um, it's almost like exegesis versus, um, uh, what's the other one? Um, exegesis. Uh, is- eisegesis. Eisegesis, yeah. So exegesis, like the word tells me. Um, and eisegesis is I, I tell the word. I read into it. Yeah, yeah. I read into it what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and um, so that was, you know, that was kind of my my initial response is the 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 road is is challenging and nuanced, and so is sin. Yeah. And I think you did a, a a really good job of explaining that, you know, with building blocks. Let's just kind of. You know, let's let's agree that we may not be able to find a very a, a straight line between why this person is suffering or why right. this event occurred and sin. It it may not be there. It is there, but it may not. I mean, the sin's going to be there, right? But the attribution of that isn't going to be just, oh, yeah, of course, look what they did, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It reminds me of this old phrase I, I heard uh, so many years ago. It, it, it goes something like, simplicity on the near side of comprehension is bad. Simplicity on the far side is beautiful. Yeah, yeah I like that. That's wonderful. You know, because <laughs> anybody can say twinkle, twinkle, little star, and a little kid can say that, but if you're an astrophysicist, that phrase means so much more. And and it is helpful to be able to crystallize it down into science sound bites because we got to start somewhere. We can't start with the super complex. We won't right. get it, right? But I think what you're we're saying is appreciate that there's a there's a depth here that's that that we can't always grasp all the factors involved with something. The simple answer is it's always sin. But there's more to it. <laughs> right. There's oh there's more to it. And it's you know, and that's that's the stuff that Jesus eventually is gonna deal with is all of this mess and all of this craziness. And you know I appreciate, you know, the people who say, you know, if, if, if you have cancer or you have a problem, you know, just pray to Jesus and he'll, you know, because by his stripes, he, you know, you, he, he purchased your healing. Like, well, yes. <laughs> well, but does that mean yeah. he's going to give it heal immediately? Does that mean that he's going to heal today? I mean, what does that mean? Right. It's, you know, there's, it reminds me of this idea that um yes you should be at the door knocking right you should right. pray just over and over again and ask and ask and ask and ask and don't be afraid to ask right, right? and also understand that he may you don't get to tell him what to do ultimately <laughs> no, he is don't. deciding so if he wants to heal you he will um, if it's appropriate under in, according to his plan to heal you, he will. Um, the fact that you didn't pray hard enough, that uh, some measurement of that doesn't fit into no, that. The fact it's... that that person didn't act the way you think they should act doesn't play into how God responds to that person. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. You know, and because the implicit piece of that prayer request so often is heal me now don't mm -hmm. just heal me heal me now not not in 10 years not in 20 years not after i go to heaven no heal me now in his wisdom he may say not yet and that's hard and i get it um especially when the hurts are are not just physical ones and mm -hmm. and we touched on that is that we're 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 affected by sin in so many ways. I don't know that, in fact, I, I, I believe that we really don't grasp how, how pervasively deep our world and we are affected by sin and the corruption. Oh, dog, don't bark on me. Is that Chewy or Boba? That's Boba. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, it's yeah. just there's so many ways, which we've kind of touched on, but there's it just so... I'll, I'll throw that out to you. What did you think about me talking about all the other ways that uh, I'm going to close? If I close that door, if I close that door, he's just you know what? the door. Don't, just that's, it's fine. You guys, people have had to deal with my dogs on this podcast. And I, you know, folks, 
this is who we are. We have dogs. And, uh, you know, yeah. if you're looking for perfection and you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. Ha! <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, pretty I clever. see. Yes, that's so true. All right. So what did you think about the, about the you know, because I know you've had some personal experience in your own family life with people being hurt in various ways by the church, by just sinful actions. And it's deeply affected them for a long time. Gosh, I spend a lot of time ruminating this on this, in, uh, partly because, uh, and we've talked about this a lot, that, you know, my dad grew up Catholic and uh, in a, in, in an environment where priests were molesting young men. Um, my dad was not a, a, a victim of that, but he had good friends that were, and that deeply influenced his perspective on the church and it mm -hmm. really hypersensitized him to the failings and the hypocrisy of organized faith and you know that it's that raw wound that if um it it continues to like you, you know like if you like like um you get a cut and then you just keep or like actually um chapped lips you know like if you get that chap right in the corner of your mouth it stays forever because you keep poking at it you keep poking at it i have got to deal with this <laughs> yeah go ahead i can see that all right oh just a moment <laughs> so um boo -doo 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 -doo. Um, I'm just going to throw out there as we're waiting for Brian to come back that Jesse, this, this picture with Brian, not there would be a, a great screen cap to put on YouTube. So if you happen to catch this, throw that up there. I think it would, and I can, let me do this. Let me, let me pose. There we go. Um, I think he's almost back. There we go. <laughs> when you have one dog, it's one thing, but when you have two and they're actually egging each other on. No, I get it. Yeah. I okay. can relate to that. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, what I was saying, and I, I don't know if I was saying it very elegantly, but you know, when I was mentioning like chapped lips is kind of an analogy for, you know, it's something that we can't let it alone or we're right. continually reminded of, of that right. hurt. Um, that when you live in an environment that continues to remind you of that pain, it doesn't leave you a lot of space to heal. No. And there is a, I think there's a, not insurmountable, but pretty, gosh, a, an overwhelming chasm there that we who, let's say we're not the ones that are hurt. You know, we're, all we can do is, mm. is kind of lay out little pieces there and hope that that is some kind of invitation to those people that are hurt. I think about mm. my, my brother, who I love, but we don't talk anymore. Um, and he has fallen away from faith. Um, and I'd, I'm not in a position to do anything but to pray for him and hopefully live a, live a life in such a way that I don't drive him away. Sometimes we can't. We can't help their healing other than by staying out of the way. And that's yes. hard because yeah. 
we we really want this to to be in there and be a part of somebody's healing right and, and maybe we can't um and that's the like for me that's the holy spirit piece of it but maybe we can but it's not it's like because you can't be a part of it but there's probably somebody else in his life that could be right and yes that's exactly what i'm trying to say is that and that's what I'm saying, the Holy Spirit piece of that. The right. Holy Spirit's going to orchestrate that. Do not take so much of that upon yourself that you inadvertently... You have to be the one. Right. You feel like if you're going to chase them away, you, you especially if you're close to somebody. You know, I, right. If you're so close to somebody that... Um, you know... If you've ever had somebody standing in your face and talking to you, if they move a little closer, what do you do? <laughs> you, you, you back up. <laughs> you back up, right? Um, it's hard to hear a message from somebody that you're that close to. It's right. It's sometimes easier to have somebody third party external right. that, that, that can influence that because it doesn't bring all the baggage with it. Right, because we always read each other through the lens of history that we've had with them. And yeah. so... Right. Yeah. And I love how this just took it. You know, it's interesting. And I suppose we could say the same thing with the other two things I've said for, but it's okay. I have this thought for that, that we should be healers that to, to finish that thought. Right. You know, cause there, on one hand, there's hope that whatever deep wounds we have, and we all have them some far greater than others. Um, whether it's a grief or it's just sinful depression or patterns of sin or depression or anxiety or grief or just trauma, you know, from war or whatever it is, that it's one thing to say, okay, well, there's coming a day that I'll get healed. Like, yeah, but I need help now. <laughs> Right. Right. Those people are like, but my mis life is miserable right now. And what, what do we do with that? And and so I'll throw that back to you. What do we what do we do? How do we respond in light that Jesus is the healer of those things ultimately? Well, what's my people want it now? What do we do with it now? Am I responding as a the person who's hurt or am I responding as somebody Who's, help. what's that? Who, who could wants help? to help? Who, yeah. Yeah. So here's, okay, here's um, an analogy. All right. Um, if you, if you have a friend who is drowning, okay, and you're an okay swimmer, but not a great swimmer, and there's a lifeguard nearby, what do you do? You make sure the, lifeguard's the lifeguard's aware is, and let them take care of it, you know, um, and I think that there's an aspect of wisdom there that says, am I the right person in this situation to help with this? And that also kind of goes back to that relational piece where I have to know that person well enough, you know, not, not so far away that I'm <laughs> going to throw something at them, but well enough to go, I'm probably not the right person to help with this. That's like my brother. I'm not the right person to help with him. So right. that's, the, but let's say you are the right person. Right. Well, God, if, you, you, God really is leading you. How do you, how do we help people who are struggling with these deep sins? I, I, mean, think, I keep saying sins, but I mean hurts. 
Yeah, I, yeah. The, well, I think um, I think of uh, I think the Greek word is koinonia, come alongside. Fellowship, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's where it Coming begins. alongside. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to connect with somebody who's hurting, a lot of times I'll just do you want to go for come by and we'll just take a walk around the block. That shoulder to shoulder thing. You know, if I like, if I want to have a conversation, let's say with Sam about something that might be challenging, face to face isn't going to do that because it feels confrontational. But when you walk alongside somebody, when you're journeying with them, I remember you and I had a a challenging conversation several years ago um, about impending grief. And you came over to my house and we walked around the block Mm. and we just walked for a while. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, And somehow that indirect fellowship provides a person the space to to consider things that are difficult to accept when you are in their face even if you're not confrontational but it's um, like for me you'll notice when i'm really thinking about something hard i'm looking someplace else Hmm. i really need to put my focus someplace else and and just kind of have that freedom to consider the, you know, so I think that's a big piece of it is that kind of, you know, the relationship is there, but you give them kind of an indirect space. I don't know. That, that may be esoteric, but that's the way I think about it. it. Just reminds me of Job's friends. The, they were great mourners, great supporters when they kept their mouth shut. Um, mm-hmm. And, and there, there are times to speak, but, I think quick, easy answers. Oh gosh. Are are. I mean, again, it's the same question we had issue we had a few minutes ago. Of on one hand, there are soundbite, sound bites are helpful in the right moment, in the right time, but other times they can just seem like platitudes. Right. Right, and platitudes are good because they're, I mean, they're platitudes on a purpose. There's a reason for them, and right. they can't, they, they speak truth, but but sometimes we need we need to just, your, your, your specific example of walking can also be used as a metaphor of just live life with them, you right. know, and when they have moments, you be there, you, you support them, you, I think, I think, I think it's okay to, to just be, this sucks. No, you no, know? that's that's wonderful. It really you know? is. It, yeah, I'm hurt. I'm angry because sometimes it's hurt, sometimes it's grief, but sometimes it, you're just you're ticked off. Yeah, because somebody hurts you, you know, and and I think I think allowing people to feel the mm. the brokenness of the world is is important and acknowledging that. That's that really isn't okay, and I'm sorry that God and His wisdom decided not to immediately fix everything or you in this moment. And one day we're going to figure out why. But I don't know. You just reminded me of something, and I I think this is important. If somebody rejects your help for whatever reason, don't personalize it. Right. That's hard to do. It's hard not to personalize. Oh, that's hard for me. Yeah. Um, like, hey, I was just trying, just to, trying help. to help you. Right. Um, but Vanessa actually helped me with something like that similarly this past week where I, I was just attacked and feeling 
really low. And she's like, it's really not about you. It's about no. how they're responding to a situation. They're embarrassed. They're, they're in pain, you know, right. a lot of, and it's like, and you, know, you may it, have been the target, but you really weren't the source. Right. It was, they were, I happened to be, I was convenient. I was You were there. the convenient right. target. That's right. I wasn't the intended target, just a convenient target. And, right. Uh, that's another reason to put kind of that pause button in there right. before you respond to something that if you allow, if somebody you're trying to help rejects you first, you know, it's okay for you to consider, could I have done something better at the same time? Consider, does this really have anything to do with you? And, and if not, I think when we personalize it, we have a ten tendency to strike back, mm -hmm. which just further distances right. us so they're angry and they get grab cr crabby at me and they lash out at me well i'm gonna lash out right back well but but they're actually just responding to something else that has right. nothing to do with me you know and i think because i'm watching our time i think one of the things that you said that i, that I want to come back to is kind of finish this up is i think it's really i think it's really helpful to remember that it's not we are not the main player in this whole thing. Right. Yeah. It's really them and God. That's really, and the Holy Spirit speaking to your brother and speaking to to the people we care about. And, and, and they really are in the end frustrated at him, not really us. And so we, we're just, we're there and just trust that Jesus is going to be working in their life. If they're, and just be gracious. Yeah. No, I think that's well put. Yeah. Be patient, be gracious, be compassionate because we've all been broken and hurt by this horrible world. Yeah. No, this is, it's, a, it's something we could talk about a lot. And I, I, I mean, I know there are people out there that are hurting right now. I mean, I know people close to me that are hurting and, um, I think the best thing that we can do is just to be present with them in that pain. And they'll guide us if, if we have, a yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and I did want to, sorry, I did want to say one last thing. We've been talking about hurts, but there's also things like, like depression that, as we've said, on one hand, there are things mm -hmm. in our lives, memories that, that are caused it, that there's a piece of that of going, you need to just trust that Jesus is going to take care of you and you really are loved, et cetera, et cetera. But there's also brain patterns that are set. And some of those are in the shame patterns are so deep mm -hmm. that, that, you know, or, or people struggling with alcohol or grief and it's like, or, or, or drug abuse. It's like, be, be a little kind to yourself and be a little kind to each other. Like, Hey, we're all not getting out of this 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 life alive. So, let's let's just be be kind to each other and to ourselves. Yeah, and be okay. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I'm glad you added that. That's good. All right. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too heavy for folks. It's I think it's a good it's a good conversation. I hope it gives yeah. you food for thought as you're thinking about the people in your lives that you know are are hurt and struggling. Or yeah. if that's you yourself, I, I mean, I hope there's, in our nuanced conversation here, I hope that you find the hope and the promise that is there, that your healing will come. 
eventually. Just not sure when yet. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you guys have a great week. Let me know if there's any way we could be praying for you. Otherwise, we'll see you on Sunday. You guys have a great night. Take care, folks. Bye. Take care. Bye.